0: This is Cosmic Coffee Time, the place where we take a look at what's happening somewhere in the universe in about the time it takes to have a coffee. It's cosmology in a cup. I'm Andrew Prestige, and join me for a coffee and see where in the universe we're going this time. We'd love to hear from you, so send us an email at cosmiccoffeetime at gmail.com. You can request an episode topic, or just say Hi. Saturn is by far the most spectacular planet to look at beyond Earth. To the naked eye, it's just a point of light like a star. You would have seen it hundreds of times, maybe without knowing what it was. But in a telescope, Saturn springs to life. The rings become visible, and I know I've said it before, but it looks breathtaking the first time you see it. We've covered Saturn before in other episodes, so we're going to spend some time on Saturn's largest moon, Titan. With a really good telescope, you can make it out in Saturn's orbit. Titan is such an interesting place that NASA are planning a mission there, and it's called Dragonfly. And as its name suggests, it's not just any old flyby, orbiter or lander, This is going to be a robotic helicopter that's going to fly around Titan's atmosphere, landing at different sites to do science. Wow. So let's take a look at the Dragonfly helicopter itself, how it's going to get to Titan, and what sort of science it's going to do once it's there. Dragonfly itself is going to be a four-rotor drone-type helicopter. We've all seen drones buzzing around, They could be the little four-rotor drones that some people fly at the park, or the bigger eight-rotor models that are used for filming for TV. Dragonfly is based on the four-rotor design, one rotor in each corner of the craft. Each of the rotors is going to have two sets of blades for redundancy. Dragonfly will be able to tolerate the loss of a rotor or a motor and still be able to fly. It'll be big, weighing in at about 450 kilograms. It'll be a substantial craft, carrying its entire science payload with it wherever it goes. But that sort of weight is not such a problem on Titan for a number of pretty simple reasons. The gravity is weaker, only about 14% of the gravity we have on Earth. So the 450 kilograms becomes around 60 kilograms although the mass is the same, which matters when it changes speed or direction. The nitrogen-rich atmosphere is nice and dense. It has four times the density and about one and a half times the pressure as Earth. So those rotor blades will get a lot of aerodynamic reaction from that atmosphere. And also, there's very little wind. All those things make for very friendly conditions for flying. So flying on Titan has a lot going for it, but getting to a moon of a planet in the further reaches of the solar system is a huge challenge. At this stage, the launch of Dragonfly is scheduled for June of 2027, but that's only the beginning. Heading outward in the solar system against the gravity of the sun is a serious undertaking. The most efficient way to travel those massive distances at high speed is to get a gravity assist, which is essentially free energy. In Dragonfly's case, it'll start by flying toward planet Venus, which is the opposite direction. When it encounters Venus, it'll get a gravity assist to increase its speed. From there, it'll have about three encounters with Earth gaining speed and momentum each time, and finally flinging off in the direction of Saturn and its moon Titan, arriving seven years later in 2034. When it gets there, it'll follow a fairly familiar entry, descent and landing routine. The first part is atmospheric entry, which uses an aeroshell that'll burn away as the spacecraft blazes through the upper atmosphere. A drogue parachute will be deployed to slow it to subsonic speeds, then a larger parachute will take it almost to the surface. The final couple of metres will be rocket-powered flight to land Dragonfly gently on the surface of Titan. And what's Dragonfly going to do when it gets there? There'll be lots of science, including the study of the weather and seismology of Titan... But the main science is going to be understanding how life might begin on an astronomical body like it did on Earth. There's a lot about Titan that's very similar to the primordial Earth. We can study the prebiotic chemistry there, possibly including amino acids, the building blocks of proteins. We really want to know how this chemistry has progressed in an environment like Titan we could be another step closer to understanding one of the most fascinating questions of our existence on earth. How does a planet of non-living things come to life? So much to look forward to. Remember, if there's something in the universe that you want us to take a closer look at, send us an email at cosmiccoffeetime at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me, I'm Andrew Prestige, and I'll see you again soon for another Cosmic Coffee Time.